Though it benefits from the hands of a seasoned master, the Mendelssohn Violin Concerto has actually launched the careers of many young violinists, among them the great Josef Joachim. Not only did the concerto launch many a soloist's career, but it also launched an important new technology in a matter of speaking. In the early 1940s, CBS Laboratories' head research scientist Peter Goldmark was charged with developing a phonograph record that would hold at least 20 minutes per side. Columbia Records unveiled the LP at a press conference in the Waldorf Astoria on June 18, 1948. I know, I know. You're asking, why is this important? Well, I'll tell you. It's important because the first 12-inch LP was the performance of the Mendelssohn Violin Concerto that we're about to hear. Nathan Milstein is the soloist, and Bruno Walter conducts the New York Philharmonic. Thank you. 
Concerto for Violin and Orchestra in E Minor by Felix Mendelssohn. Nathan Milstein was the soloist, and the New York Philharmonic was conducted by Bruno Walter. As mentioned earlier, that recording was the first 12-inch LP released by Columbia in September 1948. It was repressed by Classic Records to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the LP in 1998, and it was repressed again by HMV in England to mark the 70th anniversary of the LP in 2018. Coming up, Beethoven's Misa Solemnis. I'm Alec Baldwin, and you're listening to the New York Philharmonic this week. Beethoven wasn't exactly a warm and fuzzy kind of guy, but he was not devoid of emotion. And all evidence points to his Misa Solemnis as being a work that meant a lot to the composer. He appended the manuscript of the score with the line, Coming from the heart, may it reach the heart. He also expressly calls for the Kyrie and Sanctus movements to be played with reverence. The piece is often compared to Bach's B minor Mass. But since the B minor Mass was still undiscovered at the time the Misa Solemnis was premiered, it can be said that Beethoven's work established a new precedent for the performance of sacred music outside of a church setting. While the Misa was conceived with genuine reverence, it also paved the way toward some of the composer's more questionable business practices. 
Beethoven began by dealing with four publishers simultaneously and ended up with seven. All the while he accepted advances, stalled deadlines, and raised his fees. He also offered the work to several kings and princes, but never delivered. And so this is why a piece that was dedicated to an Austrian prince cardinal in 1820 was given its world premiere in St. Petersburg four years later. The New York Philharmonic first performed the Misa Solemnis 90 years later in March 1934 under Arturo Toscanini. And now we hear the Misa Solemnis by Beethoven. Joining the Philharmonic are the New York choral artists, the American boy choir and soloists, Christine Brewer, soprano, Florence Quivar, mezzo-soprano, Anthony Rolf Johnson, tenor, and Peter Rose, bass. Court Mazur conducts the New York Philharmonic.
We just heard Beethoven's Misa Solemnis as recorded live in May 1999. The New York Philharmonic, the New York Choral Artists, and the American Boy Choir were all conducted by music director emeritus Kurt Mazur. As soloists, we heard soprano Christine Brewer, mezzo-soprano Florence Quivar, tenor Anthony Rolf Johnson, and bass Peter Rose. I'm Alec Baldwin, and you're listening to the New York Philharmonic this week. Philharmonic this week is generously underwritten by the Kaplan Brothers Fund, the Audrey Love Charitable Foundation, and by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. Vince Ford is the executive producer of this series. The music producer is audio director Lawrence Rock. Broadcasts are written and directed by Mark Travis with production assistance from Ian Good and Stacy Gerard. And for now, until next time, this is Alec Baldwin wishing you good health and good music. This program is distributed worldwide by the WFMT Radio Network. <laughs>